welcome to the U. I am the manly Noah Z, and as usual, I am joined by my cohort, Noob Noob. No, I was getting more guys! And meanwhile, at the Legion of Beards, Scott Keebler carefully trims his beard. I have no idea what's going on today. This is I'm I'm more unprepared for this than I was for my SATs. <laughs> so you're this is the least prepared you've ever been. It's pretty unprepared. Well, before we get started today, I felt that part of introducing this show, uh, we could actually play a new game. Uh, we've kind of invented this game because we we looked up the name to see if anybody had copyrighted it, and we didn't see it. But we don't really care either way. Uh, we're going to call it Millionary, Millionaire Dictionary for now. Uh, why, why did you do the emphasis on the, the first part of the dictionary? Because it's the Millionaire Dictionary. I don't... Million Dollar Dictionary. Yeah, but dictionary is just with a C. It's not a hard K sound. So grammatically, it's incorrect. It, no, it's just the way that we pronounce things. Phonetically, it doesn't, doesn't sound right. When we design the game, we mm-hmm. can name it whatever we want. So yeah. we're going to call it the Million Dollar Dictionary. Okay. That's- so the way this game works is I will serve as the host and present the two of you with clues. It's a competition between Noob Noob and Scott. And what we'll be looking for is uh, I'll give you a series of clues you will write down your answers. I'll go to each one of you to present your answers. And at the end, we have a, a really fantastic prize for the winner. And hopefully this will connect to the topics of our discussion today. You're going down. Oh, baby's going to get that prize, bitch. Uh-huh, are, are uh-huh, you, uh-huh. You're you guys going down. ready for this? Loser goes this, shirtless. Is this, uh, I can do that if I win too. That's okay. So both of them have gotten, they have, your, they have their, their whiteboards, and they're going to prepare for their answers. So gentlemen, today, your first clue, or your first clues are, a pencil, a fish, five ripe tomatoes, <laughs> and a, beer, uh, a beaded necklace. Again, for those of you playing at home. A pencil, a fish, five ripe tomatoes, and a beaded necklace. Fucking easy shit here. And we'll, I got it's going down. We'll, I got this. We will go with Noob Noob. Why don't you uh, show us your answer and, and tell us what it is? Penis in a bloody vagina. Penis in a bloody vagina. I'm sorry. That's <sighs> just no. Pencil? Pencil? No, no, no hold chance. On. No chance. I'm sorry. There, we've gone to the judges. That is not the correct answer. It's bullshit. Not the correct answer. And uh, Scott, for your answer. So actually, this was really easy to start out with. I'm going to go with things you used to kill people with. And yes, we have a right answer. Way to go, it's just Scott. Just a sentence that he made one. up. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Scott. Things used to. Up that's just one. a fucking sentence. Let's go to but that's number what it is. two. That's what all those things he said. That's what you used to kill people. Let's go There's to... There's a fucking load of horse shit. Where, show me... I, I, Let's go to question number two. You still have two more to get. And then the final, final answer. Let's keep going here. This isn't a racing wheel. So, Noob Noob, are you ready for your second clue? Give me a second. Clue? <laughs> we probably should get better erasers for these boards. Hey, it works, though. It works. It works. So, for your oh, second clue. All right, gentlemen. A trident. 
a cape, a lasso, and a camel punch. Again, your clues are a trident, a lasso, and a camel punch. Your time begins now. I can see them writing vigorously. <coughs> Again, we'll start with Noob Noob. Noob Noob, your answer, please. I thought it was a little too on the nose with Justice League, so I went with my mom's Saturday night. Your mom's Saturday night. Close, but not quite the answer we were looking for. Again, another Are we loss sure of a that point. That's not... Yeah, we're sure. So, Scott, please, your answer. This one was a little more difficult, but I went with to crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentations of their women. Hey, that's right. Oh my God, to crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to Boom. hear the lamentations yes. Yes. of their yes. women. Yep. That's too. Is this some God, sort of is fucking? A... Is this a fucking setup? I don't. This that's is... literally just gibberish that he just made up. Is that even from a fucking movie? I don't even understand. So let's. Let, uh, I would crush your have... spine and remove it from your head. Is we he Russian? You still have time. I, my Arnold impersonation is yeah. horrible. Terrible Arnold is it from Predator. Look, do you still have an Mr. opportunity. Freeze? Someone who considers come on, himself come on, play a movie the game expert. Here, dude, let's go. Come on, get I'm in pretty, the game. I want proof that this is actually from movies. Because this get is a, in the game. This is a load of horse shit. Aren't you supposed to be fact checking us? You can find this out. I can't fact check and write on the whiteboard. God damn it. Then worry about the whiteboard. The game is what matters. Clue. The game is what's important. These whiteboards are really bad. And no matter how far down you are, at the end, you can still tie them all together and win the grand prize. You're still in this game. Still in the game. Bullshit. So for your third clue, gentlemen, a shaft, a ginkle pin, a firm grip, and a, a solid load. The fuck is a ginkle pin? Again... Your clues are a shaft, a firm grip, a ginkle pin, and a solid load. Your answer, please, noob noob, let's, the time is of the essence. Please put your answer down on the board. Are any of these references before I was born, after I was born? Are they from the fucking 1930s? No, they, they, they are all relevant because all of these clues at the end of the game will lead to our... Super difficult end question to tie them all together. Pretty sure it's a load of horse shit, and I just want pineapples. So again, uh, noob noob, your yeah, answer. Fuck please. you is my answer. Fuck you is your answer, and again, piece of shit. Gonna say that's just not the right answer, Scott. Can you can you get this one? This one was a lot easier actually. I went with the M1911 single action magnetic recoil operated pistol chambered for the 45 ACP cartridge. That I mean, is 100% correct. Scott has a commanding lead in this game. That's There's, way too fucking specific for him to just know offhand. Is this... What the fuck? There, there you think is, he's, he's got that every sentence? Word for word. That's that's the right answer? Word for word? Look, look. Really? That's exactly if, what I have. Keep up. Wrote just a keep fucking, up. Come on. Just keep up. This wrote, is the... Okay, so... The, uh, calm down. What does this have to do? Tell you what. Calm down. Tell you what. Let's, let's, this let's is, make this fair. What, what, how, many, all, how many more questions do we have? This is the, the final question, and you can win it all. Even if you didn't get the other three answers right, or if it was a split decision... You could still go back and win the entire game right now. All we need to know is if we take those three clues. I'm okay with this. Triple or nothing. Triple or nothing. Triple or nothing for the win. Can we tie all three of those answers together and come up with an answer? 
Your first clue was things you use to kill people with. Your second clue was to crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of their women. And the third answer here was the M1911A145. Scott was a little specific, but he still got the right answer. So can you tie the three of those together? And your answer, noob noob, we would love to hear what your answer is. I could see you writing on the whiteboard. Please, your answer, sir. Noob noob still furiously writing. Still Although, furiously writing. The determination in his eyes says that he is on to something here. I put, uh, uh, just from knowing what we're reviewing today, the Punisher or go fuck a bag of sticks. And as right as I'd like to say you were, unfortunately, it's not the Punisher or fuck a bag of sticks. It's just, I'm sorry, Noob Noob. It's just not right. Scott, what's the right answer? Uh, I think I went with the Punisher. Yeah, Scott. Yes. 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 Yes, I am victorious. I am the greatest of the all time. I'm amazing. I am the best. I'm afraid you wrote The Punisher and Scott wrote Punisher and you felt it necessary to include a bag of somethings. It's called Marvel's The Punisher. So the... the. <laughs> but that wasn't the answer. Yes, it was the answer. So as the big winner, uh, I will uh, present Scott. Do you with, not like conjunctions? I, I'm going to present Scott with his uh, an article, his his victory crown, medical correctness. He A is crown. now the king of Orku. All hail King Scott! Yes, Please, your crown. Yes, your crown, Scott. Yes. I I, I wish we would have some music for him, but uh, yes, we have the victorious. I King hope you lose Scott. a foot to diabetes in about five to ten years. So, uh, all hail the king, baby. Don't be so sore. Don't be a sore loser, man. I mean, yeah, come that, on. That I literally had the same fucking answer. The game was fair, and unfortunately, you just lost. So, for now, it's King Scott. I think you may have to refer to is, him as his yes. royal highness for the rest of the show. From now on, refer to me as King Scott. Royal Cock Goblin is what you are. So, uh, what do you think is on the docket today there, Noob Noob? Uh, well, I, I guess from the this retarded game that we're playing, which made no sense and that was clearly rigged because you're a bunch of gay people. Um, the Punisher. Uh, I, although I was a little confused that we were reviewing The Punisher. It's, it was out, uh, fuck, how many, how many, 2013 years ago, uh, starring Thomas Jane, John Travolta, Samantha Mathis, uh, directed by Jonathan Hensley. Why are we reviewing this 13-year-old movie? This doesn't make any sense. Again, with the wrong answers, noob noob. We definitely are reviewing the Marvel's The Punisher. Shall I? If you don't mind, the, the Netflix, please, the Netflix movie? please, the your highness, King please, will take care of this. Mm-hmm. We will be reviewing today the Netflix's The Punisher. After the murder of his family, Marine veteran Frank Castle becomes a vigilante known as the Punisher, with only one goal in mind, and that is to avenge them. It is created by Steve Lightfoot and stars John Barenthal as Frank Castle, The Punisher. Amber Rose Riva as Dina Madini, Eben Mas Bakrak as David Liberman, 
Ben Barnes as Billy Russo, and then the list goes on and on and on and on. I think we covered the main people there. That um, is the top four build people uh, that were in more episodes than anyone else. Uh, 13 episodes uh, released on Netflix in 2017. I think it came out maybe two weeks ago for us. If we're looking it came at out it. the day of Justice League because Marvel's a bag of dicks. Yes, it came out just to stick was it, it the day? To just, I, yeah, it was no, pretty it came close. out the day that the Justice day League came out. Yeah, yeah, just to stick it to Justice League a little. November seventeenth. And um, without spoiling anything, I'm gonna say that this is the best Marvel series that they've done so far. Um, I was t- way impressed. He, uh, you know. Uh, Frank Castle, uh, John Barenthal. John Barenthal took his performance from Daredevil season two and took it to places that I was not expecting. And instead of you know your maybe your typical formulaic show, I mean this this one to me just blows away all the rest of the the Netflix Marvel series. Um, I, I almost don't think that there's maybe a little bit of competition, maybe across the villains and things like that, and and we can debate that later, but. I, all I gotta say is wow it was awesome what do you think Scott I like the 2004 Punisher with Thomas Jane <laughs> why John, no one did John, John Travolta John Travolta was kind of cool just he, like just like I watched the is there gonna be spoilers in this because I only watched one episode just like episode, the rest of the time so. you're wrong well, we'll be sure to spoil it all for you. So it's funny. So they introduced this uh, Frank Castle, this Punisher in Daredevil, and he was also in uh, Jessica Jones for a short time. When no, he, f- he wasn't. He no, wasn't he wasn't Daredevil. So you're just wrong. Daredevil. All right, piece um, of he was actually, only in Daredevil season two, and that's it. Yeah, for a little bit. All right. Uh, okay. Well, then uh, uh, this was yeah, something no, I read no, no, on IMDb ahead. that was yeah, incorrect. Go ahead. And speak I didn't remember stuff. Jessica. He's Jones in Jessica that Jones much. probably season two, maybe. That, I don't think so. It's it's it's, it's something I saw on IMDb. So maybe mm. it's season two, maybe mm. not. I think you're just stupid. Trivia. Um. Oh boy. Oh no 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 no! This I is somebody that. else. This is Brett Mahoney, Royce Johnson's third appearance. Probably seeing Daredevil as Jessica Jones. Um, yeah, Brett Mahoney, uh, somebody else, mm-hmm. somebody else appeared in Jessica Jones and Daredevil. I misread a trivia fact. Anyway, sure mm-hmm. so they introduced this Punisher in Daredevil, uh, John Barnthal. When he first appeared and realized I was Punisher, I wasn't quite sure about the guy. Just the look about him wasn't right, but it changed my mind real fast. By the end of, uh, uh, that Daredevil series, I loved him. He was great. It comes in kind of weird. How many episodes in are you? Just noob, one. noob. One. Just yeah, one episode. First episode was pretty good. It start. It starts. He starts out kind of weird. You're trying to trying to figure out where in his life he is, but uh, very quickly that changes and he becomes the Punisher that we all know and love. Well, he's the, already the Punisher. Well, the one that we're familiar with, the murdering, uh, Psychopath. you know, psychopathic yeah, he, vigilante that we all love. Yeah, he was in that in Daredevil season two. Yes, he was. But that this first, takes place after Daredevil season two. It does. So it does. It takes place after that. <clears throat> but in the first episode, he's kind of off. He's oh, kind of no, just. He's definitely all he's mentally off fucked in the up. first episode and yeah. like beyond. But he quickly does come back and he does become that you know that character that absolutely made this series. And oh, yeah. was, he's a half a banana away from a Jim Dandy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a friendlies reference. If uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a hard position for him to play. Uh, it's a re- I think he's done probably the most complex take on it. One of the things I really liked about it was the way they depicted uh, veterans and some of the troubles that veterans have when they come home and the different things that they face and the struggles and the challenges. 
And I, I don't think I've ever seen a show that de- depicted things that realistically and that intense. You know, it's it's definitely hard for veterans, and and I think these guys gave a lot of respect to that whole aspect of it. You know, really kind of giving you what the PTSD looks like and what their everyday lives. It's you know how difficult it is to transition back. It definitely does put you in that world, and it gives you a lot more respect for what those guys have gone through. And you know, thank God I never had to go through that, and these guys are freaking amazing for that. Um, one of the cool things this series did, which I. I haven't followed all the Punisher storylines and comics, everything else, but they did do a lot of background into uh, Frank Castle before he was a Punisher, following him through when he had a family, through his war um, out there overseas with uh, uh, his fellow uh, Marines. Um, it, it did a lot of background on him as well. It worked out really well, um, and it absolutely it humanized the Punisher. A lot more than um, other places I've seen him, and yeah. it made you respect what he was a lot more and understand why this guy is the 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 vigilante that he is. It's vigil vigilante vigilante. vigilante. He was it's, no, no it's he's French. speaking in his regal voice. It's regal. Okay. It's vigilante. Vigilante when, makes the, perfect uh, sense. It, 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 it's interesting. He, he you, you want to? It's weird. You, you want to be Frank's friend. But he's also an absolute stone cold psychopath. Uh, you know, it's it, he plays the, this strange dynamic between, you know, a guy that you could totally relate to, but at the same time, just you know, kills people. At you know, he does seem to have his own code, but at the same time, I think when it starts to take place, and this isn't spoiling anything, uh, he had already been on trial in Daredevil two for murdering thirty five people, so he was already his body count was already pretty high before he even started. Uh, you know, the actual season of Punisher because that's where the whole thing takes place after we were talking about that. It takes place after Daredevil. It has the other interesting thing. It has no real connection to any of the other shows except for um, one of the co-stars that shows up. Daredevil? No, Daredevil well, does not the, show up. The, the girl from Daredevil. Yeah, I guess that's not really a spoiler but she does show up in it but there's really no other connections. It's very standalone and um, and, you know, some people have been struggling to rationalize, like, how does this fit into the Marvel TV universe? You know, there's no, this seems so much realer than anything else they did. There's no, there's no mention of superpowers. They don't even refer to anything like it. But I think the story is so self-contained that it's not really relevant to, you know, there's no need to tie in anybody else to it, to did you think that same thing, Scott? Um, absolutely. Uh, this really was just nitty gritty um, suspense uh, and drama. Uh, there was no reason to bring any superpowers or make it uh, anything else. This could absolutely go along the lines of you know your Breaking Bad's, your um, Ozarks stuff like that. Uh, these these uh, drama TV shows, these series that you know you have your antiheroes. Very down earth, very realistic, and and just you just really fall and feel for these characters. I remember reading stories about uh, John Barenthal getting ready for the part, and uh, he would walk across the Brooklyn Bridge every single day with a uh, like a thirty five pound rucksack on his back and walk to work, so that he could really get a feel for what it was like to be isolated and alone in New York, because a lot of it takes place in Brooklyn, and uh, I think he really captured the 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 essence of it. And it's kind of interesting because we can tie this this back to some of the other reviews that we've done. 
There was a, an interview with uh, with Ben, uh, the the character that plays uh, Jimmy Russo, right? Is it Jimmy Russo? Ben is one of the co. He's like one of uh, the other Marines that's in Frank's life, and uh, he's a real good actor. And he he was saying, you know, uh, how John Barenthal had the luxury of playing the character before, and they looked to him to lead them through the show because. Most of the rest of them hadn't been these characters and had to redefine them in some ways. And uh, his commitment to the role really gave them, you know, a, a place to, to build off of because they said, you know, when he was in, in, the, in the moment and in the character role, they, they said the dude was scary. So I can only imagine, you know, being in front of that guy. And, being and, for, and for what he goes through in that series, you really do have to go to a dark place. Just, just, just John Bernthal as the actor. Just to be that character, you, I'm sure he was scary to everybody, both on set and probably at home as well. Oh, I should shoot everybody I know. So you're know. saying he beat his wife, Scott? <laughs> to get into role, he punished his wife for not <laughs> he making sandwiches. His wife well, for not making if she anything. wasn't making sandwiches, then yes, she had it coming. Oh boy. Oh man, we just went somewhere we shouldn't have. <laughs> Also, the actor uh, Billy Rosso is Ben Barnes. So yeah, I don't. He wasn't in the pilot, I don't think. No, no, they do introduce him uh, an episode or two later. Ah, yes, that's yeah. He was not in the pilot. Yeah. So should we go start spoiling things, or what do we want to do? Oh, that's cool. Don't don't you know disregard my feelings for having to watch the show. Oh, I don't care. You had plenty of time to watch it. We can spoil the 2004 Punisher. That was great. John Travolta, A plus performance. Wait, wait. We can talk about why you think that was a good movie. We could. It was. I don't remember it other than I like John Travolta and uh, his compared son. to Tom, like John Barenthal compared to Thomas Jane is like uh, it dude's like I, I like Thomas Jane good actor but he's a cupcake compared to John Barenthal he's a solid dude no he's great shirtless I think he's probably better he's shirtless not than nearly John Barenthal. is like no to, dude he uses a, a like a lollipop on somebody in that movie right or or a uh, ice cream thing. An ice cream scoop, I think. No, no, it, it's a. It's like kills a, a lot of it's people. A, it's a frosty. Uh, I don't think he even kills that many. He kills like a handful of people, but not nearly as many as, as John Barenthal does. He gets like a ice cream pop, and he's like, "Oh, your seared flesh. Start, it's so hot, it feels cold." It, the, the real, <laughs> the real Punisher and the John Barenthal version would have actually tortured that guy because. In the Punisher, oh, no, he no, tortures no, that's it. everybody. The original one, he's holding the torch to something, and he says, he's yeah. cooking meat. He's got a torch, and he's holding it to like raw meat, and then he's got an ice pop, and he's holding it to the dude's back. The John Barenthal Punisher would have actually tortured that guy with a blowtorch, regardless of whether or not he was a nice guy or not. There was so much torture in the first six episodes, I was like, holy cow. I couldn't believe how many people got tortured in that. It was pretty awesome. I hated and I hated and it's a shame because I actually like him a lot, but I really did not enjoy John Travolta in that movie at all, at all. I, he just wasn't a very daunting bad guy, and he was like so obsessed with his wife. I don't even. Why are we talking about this? Because he was a, noob noob he was is pretty. A, a noob. I like John Travolta. Why do you like all these horrible movies? He was great in Face Off. What about the in the there was another Punisher movie Warzone but I, yeah I'm that not, was a different dude completely I don't that know. one's not that good and then there's also the Dolph Lundgren version we've never seen this Punisher I would say he's a little more thuggish than we kind of expected but because I mean he just beats people like he he's got uh, a temper you know he's gonna fly off the handle at anything uh, and he does not hesitate to kill people unless 
He there are parts where he doesn't actually want to kill people, so he does do a couple of wounding shots. Like it is interesting. There is seems to be a code, and while they don't specifically mention what the code is, he he clearly adheres to it. Like he wouldn't kill soldiers who were just doing their jobs. He only would kill people who were involved in in the main plot of the the show. That's what it seemed like to me. He was only he was only killing people that deserved it. I mean that's. Punisher was is the perfect anti-hero because that's who he is. He He's only kills the people. people that deserves it. Um, he has to break into um, an army base to get weapons, and Always he says, you know, and he and he has to steal weapons in order to move forward. But he doesn't want to kill any of the soldiers, and it's you know, and I'm doing the best not to spoil anything for you, noob. Um, but he he does say like, hopefully nobody gets in the way, meaning like uh, the soldiers on this base. He doesn't want to kill any of them, you know, and and he goes lengths to make sure that he doesn't. He really does just go after people that deserve it, and I think that's why people love the Punisher for who he is because it's it's that basic human instinct where it's like the people that deserve it need their comeuppance, and this guy gives it to him, and he gives it to him in the worst way. Yeah, I also felt like uh, as far as direction compared to the other Marvel series, um, this one seemed to be directed. Maybe a little bit better, but there were definitely you know they they capture the essence of Brooklyn. Uh, I feel like everything else that that takes place in Hell's Kitchen seems a little claustrophobic to me. Where this really felt like it captured like he was going all over the place, and there were no restrictions to w- to what the Punisher did. Whereas I felt like in Daredevil and some of the other ones, um, especially Jessica Jones, it was very limited where they were going. Like it felt like they were only going like a two or three block radius where. This is like a little more expansive, and I think they really use um, the directors and, and uh, Stephen Lightfoot, I think that's his name, the showrunner. I, I think that guy's pretty exceptional. I think he did a really good job with a really difficult, difficult topic, especially in today's day and age. How do you handle a mass shooting, a show about an anti-hero who engages in mass shootings? In today's environment, they they actually delayed the show specifically because of the Las Vegas. It was um, it was a Comic Con, I believe. It was a Comic Con release that they delayed because of the Las Vegas shootings. No, they pushed back the actual shooting. The, to, actual, or the actual the actual show itself. Show itself. It was not going to release on the same time as Justice League because we were prepared to. I think if we go back in some of the episodes, we were prepared to review it in like September or something like that. And then Marvel wanted to be a dick and put it on when DC comes. They did the same thing with Batman versus Superman. Yeah, but I think they specifically did this because of the Las Vegas shooting. Because I think it was supposed to come out like a month or so earlier. It's not exactly a Christmas uh, like holidays type show, right? Um, no, no, there's no. nothing Christmassy about it. They don't it doesn't shoot people in this time of year. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't make any of the uh, the the criteria to be a Christmas movie. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't think so. And there's a lot of uh, brutality in it. It's very brutal. <laughs> there's points. Uh, I was watching it, uh, and uh, somebody had to turn away from it, not me, but somebody else was like, I can't watch this. This is too much. It, the uh, level of violence and brutality in it. So, it, yeah, as an FYI, it's definitely, you know, I know Daredevil pushed the limits with what kind of brutality that they had in that. Um, and I guess the scene with, um, it, I guess it's comparable to the scene with the Kingpin where he, like, smashes that dude's head in the car and goes uh, ballistic there and, like, mushes the dude's brains. 
That was pretty brutal. This is just as bad, if not more so. So just be prepared for that, too, if, if you're going to watch the show. Obviously, if you're watching a show called The Punisher about a dude who shoots people, like you're going to get some brutality in it. Uh, it's not, Also, they don't do it where it's um, like uncalled for. They don't <coughs> – it's, it's not like a Saul thing where they be gory just to be gory. It's, this, isn't, this isn't a gore effect movie. It's, you know, it's bloody. It's brutal. But it's not just to be bloody and brutal. It actually – Get you, you feel for this character. You understand how far he's willing to go to make things happen. The that's one of the weird things too about it. Uh, the one scene that's particularly brutal um, towards the end of the series, and I'm not going to say what it is, but it's actually one of, also one of the most beautiful in a weird way. The way it was directed, there, it, it's this weird, uh, and that's why I was saying about the direction and, and the directors in this particular series. There's an interesting contrast between like beauty and brutality, and in the one particular scene, they keep contrasting like, you know, the, this beauty in in life, and then the actual physical re, like what reality is and the brutality there, and, and uh, it's a pretty striking scene. And uh, either way you look at it, like again, I, I was just surprised at the level of this show. They really almost stepped it up, and you know how there's lulls in the other shows. Um, Usually, like, what, Daredevil took four episodes before you really started to get into it. And um, Jessica Jones is maybe, like, two. We talked about this with the Defenders. It took a couple episodes to get into it, right? Three, I think three, yeah. Three. Yeah. This had, I, I didn't think there was a single episode that I was like, this is a lull. You Although know he I mean? had no purpose in the show, because his whole purpose was fulfilled in Punisher, or in Daredevil season two. Mm, unless you want us to start spoiling things, and not exactly. I mean, is, aren't you going to fucking spoil it anyway? So what's the, what's the point of holding off? At Should this point? we spoil it? Uh, Might as I mean, well. We can go one way, or two way. We can spoil it and spoil it for noob noob and listeners, or we can give uh, everyone at home the opportunity to see because this is absolutely one worth seeing. Um, and you were talking about direction and everything else. The one thing that I did like about the, how they did this, one of the crutches that um, all these series is using is. It gets real dark, and I'm not talking about storyline or anything else, but visually dark. Yeah. Um, even like uh, what what just came out, just started the uh, Shield, Marvel's Agents of Shield, the first episode. You might as well just turn off the TV and listen to the audio because it's so visually dark because it's a crutch and a handicap that they use. Like an X Files episode. Yeah. Where you they, can't, they can't make it. They can't make it look good. So just turn the lights down all the way and make you listen to it. It's. It's a crutch. It sucks. It pisses me off more than anything else. When you're sitting there looking at the screen and you're wondering if the screen's busted because it's so black that you can't see a damn thing going on. They're in space, Scott. It's, space it, doesn't have color. It sucks. That's all it is. It sucks. What do you want, a fucking disco so, ball in space? So this, yes. even though it has that dark storyline to it, it doesn't use that handicap. You see it clearly. It's visually stunning. The effects are very well done. Um, there's at no point is there blood splatter just for blood splatter. It's as realistic as it gets. So it, it, it is, as you know, we said before, it's brutal, but it's properly brutal. It's not blood for blood. It's, it's real. Stuff happens in it's the day. Real. A lot of it happens in the daylight happens. You know, there, there's no hiding what's going on. He doesn't lurk around at night. Um, actually I think two characters showed up from previous series, uh, besides the uh, Karen Page, the ever intrepid journalist, the gun dealer. There's a gun dealer that shows up in it that was in the Daredevil series too. I forget his name. 
Yeah, just the random guy that uh, Daredevil beats up a couple times because he deals guns. Because Punisher's always looking for guns. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember exactly who. It I don't remember been. the guy's. Was name. it a character's name Rollins? No. Mm-hmm. You know what? That may have been the the. That's the the trivia. the trivia fact that I misread from earlier. He's been in four episodes or four series. The the guy that I thought was in. Um, I think he's in Luke Cage too. Brett Mahoney, Royce Johnson, third appearance in Netflix Marvel. Previously seen in Daredevil and Jessica Jones. So Brett Mahoney is the character that you're thinking of. I, mean, I, I I'm gonna. That's that's what threw me off earlier was I didn't read the full thing, but yeah, it's that's the character you've seen him before as well in uh, in those two series. See, I want to start spoiling things because I want to compare uh, like the villains because the only way that you can properly contrast these series um, to me because the heroes are all pretty good. They're, they're solidly done. And Marvel's biggest misgivings, uh, especially in the MCU, the movie universe, is always the villains. This one, we're looking at, uh, you know, the TV shows probably had the strongest villains. Kingpin, outstanding uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, I think he's just truly like transcendent in that character. Um, he plays that guy with so many levels of complexity. It's it's amazing. David Tennant as the Purple Man, amazing. Just there's no other. His performance is just uh, it, when he's not on screen, you're wishing he was. That's how I feel about him. Uh, who are some of the other? Were there any other good villains? Uh, Madame Gao's pretty cool. I, I like her. She's got some some good scenes. The rest of them, not, I'm not such a big fan of. Electra's like a half villain. Nah, she's okay. She sucks. Yeah. I actually think uh, Madani Sigourney Weaver is better. Sigourney Weaver's okay. I, I wouldn't. I would say she's probably Electra. I don't know. There's something flat about Sigourney her. Sigourney Weaver would have been better if she was Susan Sarandon or but, did you know. something. Yeah. Actually accomplished something that would have other been than dying. Yeah, yeah. Other than dying. Other than dying. <laughs> <laughs> getting her head cut off with weapons that don't cut people's heads off. Yeah, one of those things. Now, I mean, how, so how much time do we have so far on this episode? On this episode, I think we're running like 40 minutes in. We're already 40 minutes in. So 37 minutes 37 of minutes. juiciness without so spoilers. We can, we can actually, we've gone this far without spoiling. We can go ahead and probably say we can wrap this up or we can just tell Noob Noob to go home and play video games if you want to go ahead and get into spoiling stuff. But, I mean, I'm satisfied either way. Uh, real fast, we'll say this. Tomato meter is 61%. And as I said before, don't 61% listen to... 61% from the tomato meter? As I said before, don't listen to the critics because wow. critics are out there to make a name for themselves. Audience score on this, 94%. That is, that's amazing to see such a disparity between that. And you know it's because of snowflakes who are like, this is too violent, blah, 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 blah. But it's... It's so real, and I, I, I think even just for the veteran, like just for the nod to the veterans and the experience that they go through in that storyline is so poignant and powerful. Uh, I think it's a shame to even it's almost disrespectful just just from my perspective to give it a bad rating because there's nothing bad about the series. I can't even tell you like even the big finale, you know whatever the big climax. Of the show, I still found satisfying. You know what I mean? Like it, the way they did it was still extraordinarily satisfying to me, including the development of the villains and all the other different aspects of this. There was nothing I didn't like about this show. And IMDb score is a nine out of ten. 
Okay. So they were good there. What I can say, um, and what we can do, and without spoiling it, is a couple of the characters we can talk about without really spoiling anything about the actors themselves. We just talk about their performances. Good they did, their performances. Billy Russo, Ben Barnes. He plays a very complex character. Noob Noob, look forward to seeing this guy when he shows up. This guy has more twists and turns to his storyline than you expect when it comes down to it and he plays it very well. He's ex- he was excellent. You don't Absolutely see it, excellent. You don't see any of it coming um and and when it happens you're shocked. And he is he's one of those actors where he's able to draw you in and you love and hate this guy as you watch the story unfold and you it's don't get lost in him. He play he's in Westworld as well and he plays a similarly complex character. Um you know it's strange that he would get because he was saying about the secrecy of these two shows in that interview, and uh, he said Westworld like he doesn't even know like how his characters connect to the main plot and those type of things. But absolutely, that guy, phenomenal actor. I I don't know him from anything else other than Westworld, but he was absolutely he was stellar. All the supporting characters were really stellar. Um, the girl who played uh, uh, Madani, Dina Madani, she's fantastic. Such a compelling, complex character. Amber Rose of Riva. Yeah, she's awesome. She I, does I, look attractive. It's it's actually also it's a little risque. Uh, they don't actually get into any like nudity or anything, but uh, it gets close. But she's a she's a really complex character. Really so there's drives sex the scenes? plot. There are sex scenes. Oh my god. There's naughty scenes. There are do, naughty do you scenes. See Just crack? like Jessica Jones. Butt oh, crack? there's plenty of. Wait, there wasn't sex scenes. Uh, yeah, well, there okay. were. Yeah, there there really Jones. See anything? Whatever. It's the same. It's very similar. It's oh, like that's, that's why I said there's no real nudity. It's just there. Mm. Uh, the guy who plays uh, the guy whose name you're not going to be able to pronounce who who plays. Ibon I guess he's listed Moss as Bacharach? Micro. No? Yeah, he, his um, character is very different from the comic book, but still extremely compelling. Also, a very cool introduction to him. I knew who he was right away as soon as they show him, and I had to do like a quick research background on the character in the comics. Like, what role did this guy play back in the comics? Because I knew him as one role, and they bring him in as another, and it definitely makes you guess and wonder exactly what's going on. As a story progressive, he does you know fall right into the line and became becomes one of uh, the the great crew members of this series. But he also is comes in so complex that you're questioning everything. Like I know who this guy's supposed to be, but this is isn't really? right. And I, I was so worried that they were going to screw things up really bad with this, and they didn't. And you know one of the reasons why I give it the, the accolades that I do is because he's another character that absolutely makes makes his his uh, presence known and and absolutely helps the storyline the one person i wasn't too happy with and i think i never really was happy with her i'm trying to remember her name is the the redhead um the reporter who um has is, is in Daredevil. karen page isn't that the character's name uh, Karen Page. Am I totally... Was it a Liberman character? Jamie Ray Newman? She has... She's, she's attractive the, and she has red hair? No. Are you talking about no. the journalist? The, that, yeah, the, been in the all, journalist like, in, that has been in, in the other ones as well. Oh, yeah. Deborah Ann Wall. Yeah, Karen Deborah Ann Wall. Karen, Karen, Karen Page, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, she was in this as well. Um, I, I'm not happy with her. I and, liked her better in this... Like as watching her character arc through the different through the Daredevil shows, and I guess she was in Defenders too. 
I'm pretty sure she was. Yeah, she was in Defenders. Yeah, she was in Defenders too. I as well. like this. Ver- I feel like she's kind of starting to come into her own. Versus where before it was always like, Matt, I don't want you to be Daredevil. Like she was a little whiny about things. Now I feel like she's a little more clear headed. It feels it feels like they want to make her character in this world more than the other ones. You know, this is a big crossover world. I don't think she was a strong character in Daredevil. Daredevil had some stuff going on. In this world, she absolutely has uh, more well, now, of a place. Uh, I wanted to spoil something. In this world, I guess you know that she's a she carries gun. She carries a gun. She carries a gun. At the end of Daredevil, yeah. she starts to carry a gun. Yeah, how is that a spoiler? It's not a spoiler. We're it just has trying, something we're trying to do to with avoid the plot, though. What's we're going on? Does she shoot the Punisher? She. Oh, she shoots him. Son of a bitch. Does so- I don't remember. Uh, okay. All I know is it's important to the plot. It's very has. important to the plot, but. At the same time, I, I think it's the character I'm not super happy with. Um, there's just something about it that just feels like she's forced in there. She's she's um, like like too dependent when she doesn't need to be, and then all of a sudden she's a stronger character when you know it calls for it. It almost like some of the things she does is just for reasons, and we know how much I love when they do shit you for love reasons. reasons. She's the one character where they fall into reasons. And in a series like this that they don't need it, and all these actors that don't use that crutch, she kind of feels like she doesn't fit. But, you know, it's still – she's only in four episodes. It's not anything that ruins it for you. It's just that's the one character that kind of throws throws things off for me. It doesn't really have a place in this world. Yeah. There's a couple other supporting cast members – there's a bunch of vets and things like that. Those guys are all uh, phenomenal. Uh, there really is like very few things that I would say that I would pick on about this. Maybe the only thing I would say if that's a little like outside the the realm, like the Punisher should be dead ten times over. Like I don't know how the dude's still alive. He's like either he's the Wolverine or he's just the <laughs> toughest mofo on earth. But um. And they do explain some of the things that make you know which keep which has kept him alive all this time, um, but it, there's definitely some cool callbacks to Daredevil, and I think the exploration, it, it's it's weird because you thought his journey was complete at the end of Daredevil, and then at the end of this one, you're like, well, I guess his journey is complete again, but maybe it's not. We don't know what's next for Frank Castle. So I, I guess uh, without I mean, spoiling anything, that's yeah, kind of I think we're, we're we actually there. were successfully able to do that. We didn't spoil anything for Noob Noob. You can go on and watch the rest of the series. I do think that you, you will enjoy it, and um, I will agree with you when you come back and say it's really good. Is it better than Justice League? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all know the answer to that is anything is probably better than Justice and League. And was the villain even good? The villain is exceptional oh yes absolutely that's what we were trying to get at like if you compare the villain to the other there is a villains, villain there is there's actually a couple of villains mm. but i would say the villain is as good as kingpin and david Tennant. like i was trying to get like that's where this i is, wanted to yeah, this is this is the villain that you want <clears throat> it's multi-tiered there's multiple, multiple, Jesus, multiple, many pies, many pies in it. Multi-penis. There's multiple villains in it. There's villains pulling other villains' strings. It's complicated. It's complex. Yeah, it's very complex. It's and it absolutely is. It's the Punisher going against you know these outstanding odds. And yes, there's he should have been dead ten times over, but he doesn't. He's the Punisher. He <laughs> keeps coming back. 
and he has a job and he fucking finishes that job and he ensures that it does. I really am looking forward to more from this series. I'm looking forward to a season two. I'm looking forward to seeing him in other stuff as well and for the crossovers and everything else because the character will never go anywhere. Long live the Punisher. Long live the Punisher. It's uh, one last thing too is is the uh, as much as the Punisher gave a tribute to the vets in this show and really described um, in my mind you know what they go through. Uh, the vets as as people may or may not know, the Punisher is is very important to the the vets too. Uh, many of them have the skull as a decoration on their trucks, on their armor, on their weapons, like everywhere. Like if you ever do anything uh, overseas with the vets or or see any documentaries or anything, you will see the Punisher logo almost everywhere, and they really understand. This character, his sense of duty, his code of morality, all of those things uh, are really important to the vets and something that they they look to as inspiration. And I think that this series finally did justice to that connection, which was, uh, in my mind, missing in all of the other Punisher depictions. I've never seen anything quite like this one. And, uh, you know, if you take all the Punishers and put them all together that have ever been depicted, including maybe even the source material of the actual comic book itself, this one has got to be the most realistic depiction, and I can't recommend it enough, and I know Scott's on board. so Thomas Jane was pretty awesome, though. So. Thomas Jane sucked. Yeah, he's such a nice guy in it, and John Barenthal is such not a nice guy. Like, he's just not a nice dude. He was a pretty nice guy to the guy on the, the rooftop ledge. Oh, the yeah, just keep watching. He's not such a nice guy. He's not nice to anybody? No, Doesn't not like really. Doesn't like anybody? Doesn't have friends? Eh, it's really tough to be the Punisher's friend. Pretty much anyone who's involved with him is in a bad place. The guy gave him a sandwich in the first episode. That seemed friendly. No, it's good. It's, yeah, just got to keep watching, man. Fuck, I'm hungry. It, it runs, it starts real fast. It, it's, and that's the other nice thing. You don't have to wait long for the action to pick up in this and for the story to start. It happens right away. And, it, and that's great. Yeah. Kudos to the to the showrunner, uh, Stephen Lightfoot, a British guy with a American Indian last name. <laughs> I was con- I was co- absolutely convinced that this dude was American Indian, and then I looked him up. And I was like, it's a British dude running the Punisher. What the heck does he know about the Punisher? So uh, I think that covers the Punisher. And we we also got to play our fantastic new game that uh, which was rigged and bullshit. Patent pending. Patent pending. Uh, for now, it's Stupid called. Name. Million dollar dictionary. I do think, as the undefeated champion of million dollar dictionary, um, I'm going to exercise my royal rights. Uh, noob, noob, you must admit that Justice League was not a good movie. I'd rather take it in the ass in prison 12 times over before. <laughs> you at least have to refer to him as his highness. Yes. My royal cock goblin. <laughs> it, it, uh, Justice League was a fantastic movie. It could guess, have been better. I guess we'll just have to work on it. It's, a, it's amazing. Uh, I keep reading articles and articles and articles of how much Joss Whedon and the, the, the studio temper are, are you know, meddled in Justice League, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. Why don't you worse. just admit pineapples are a delicious bad fruit to be on a pizza? And bad. Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to get... We'll have another conversation another pizza day about did. Hawaiian pizza. Pineapples do not belong on pizza. If you actually check our Instagram and our... Well, we don't have Facebook, but we have an Instagram. 
Um, maybe we'll show you pictures of what we eat in between shows and the we'll great feed each other debate. possibly. That's a possibility. That is. So follow us on Instagram. Uh, our Instagram is orc underscore you. Orc underscore you. Uh, YouTube is ever growing and expanding. Um, new concepts are coming, so keep an eye on our YouTube as well. Our reviews will kill you. Uh, and of course, the podcast will never, ever end. Never ends. I just keep them going. And sometimes when no one else is here, I just keep talking into a microphone. So from all you of us plans. here at ORQ, uh, 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 what, we don't get plugs? Night. No. What do you want to plug? Uh, I always plug the same plug, thing, you but just plug I the always must things. plug scottwillkillyou.com, keeblermedia.com. For all your YouTube wedding YouTube websites. <laughs> no, my, no weddings. I'm no more weddings. Oh, no wedding. I hate weddings so much. And if I have your wedding coming up, I don't hate weddings. But if I'm not doing your wedding because you're not related to me, I hate weddings. Do not call me for weddings. So you hate the institution of love? I hate the institution of love. Okay. Makes sense. We've established that. Before. Love bites. Yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. want to plug, new dude? Uh, puppies. Puppies? I like puppies. Save the puppies. You can tell your Bow down. You Bow down to your king. You're bow down. This is a game. bullshit game, and I, I'm almost positive you you were here before me, so this was probably a. Setup. It was 100. percent Pretty not sure nope. I caught you guys jerking nope. each other off, and then this talking is, about how you're gonna fuck nope, over me. Nope. See, here we go. So now that we have to go to the low hanging fruit jokes again, Z, why don't you go ahead and wrap things up? No, because I have a plug now. Because you bastards. No, you don't there you go. Things. What are you gonna plug? I'm actually gonna plug uh, one of my favorite bands, Glassjaw, released their newest album, Material Control. Uh, this album is a challenge to those fans of Glassjaw. It's a difficult album to listen to. I still haven't decided if I actually like it, but hey, I like Glassjaw. They're a great independent band. Keep listening to them, support them, and uh, check out Material Control, available now. And uh, from all of us here at Orku to all of you at home, hang tight. We love y'all. I'm hungry. Fierce.